Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family no purchase necessary vgw group void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply these all-star Real Housewives are causing all-out chaos. The party now! Brand new series, The Real Housewives Ultimate Girls Trip, is now streaming, and it's only on Heyu. Try for free at heyu.com. Only €5.99 per month after 30 days on S cancelled. Terms and conditions apply. Check the mic and make sure it sounds right, boys. Welcome, everyone, back to 21st Century Football, where over the next couple of weeks we are talking about all the Euros all of the time. And this time, it's Euro 2008, which I'm going to say is the worst Euros in my lifetime. So strap yourself in for 25 minutes of content. Joining me today is a new person to the podcast, a friend of mine, a father figure, Jay Motti, the biggest Man United fan in the world, safe proclaimed. Is that true? <laughs> That's the best intro everyone's given. The most accurate intro everyone's ever given as well. You're right on all fronts there. Uh, we are. A, you are a friend of mine and former assistant manager as well to me. We did. We, you know, our coaching career is legendary <laughs> in the uh, Manchester Business League. Uh, yeah, <laughs> and that will be an episode on its own. Um, Adam Brown, how are you? I'm good, mate. I'm so ready for the Euros now. Yeah, um, but I've got my little retro England shirt on today nice. as well. So, yeah. um, 2008. Where, where were you in the world? Uh, you loved it. You loved saying how old I am. Oh, actually, it's true. Oh, yeah, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just well, me today. Actually, yeah, I was very, very youthful <laughs> back in 2008. Now, where was I? What was I doing? Must have been probably at uni, actually. Yeah, must have been in like second year at uni or something like that. But what a shame, really, Euro 2008, for reasons we'll get into later in the episode. It wasn't really a Euros that you could properly get your teeth into, I don't think. But no, definitely not. Yeah, how old were you, Will? It's just time for you to say I now. Was, um, I was thinking, actually, I was 16, but it was like the worst time because I, I couldn't go out and drink. And then I was like, thought I was too old to just chill down the park. So I was quite depressed. Chill down the park. Um, <laughs> chill down the park. what <laughs> yeah, made it even worse. Um, Jay, what were you doing? Um, well, I, I was at uni, but I was a mature student, right, so okay. <laughs> I was 28. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I didn't graduate till I was there. That's right. But yeah, um, I've been told I can't talk too much about United, but I was basking in the glory of our Champions League win uh, in 2008. So that's... that softened the blow of having no England in the uh, in the Euros. 
That's the last we'll hear of that as well. Yeah, um, to start enough. the show, we revisit your old friend of mine, Wikipedia. And we've got some introductions to the tournament. What have you got, Adam? So, Euro 2008, it was the 13th uh, UEFA European Championship. It took place in Austria and Switzerland. Uh, both hosted the tournament for the first time. And it was from the 7th to the 29th of June, obviously back in 2008. So, yeah, there's a little bit of little facts for you there, Will. Jay, you've got the teams. Yes, the teams, and it's uh, quite a mix. Uh, you had Greece, Holland, Croatia, Italy, Czech Republic, Sweden, Romania, Germany, Portugal, Spain, Poland, France, Turkey, and Russia. I was just looking at that as well. They don't do it anymore, do they? But because Greece automatically qualified, but I don't think you get that anymore. Do you? So you not? Well, if you win it, you don't. You're not through. I don't know. Is it just because right. Greece stand out? Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, well, I don't feel like they do it. They anymore. were the reigning champions, weren't they? But obviously, yeah. four years passed, and that Greece team from 2004, they had quite a lot of older players, didn't they, in that squad? And obviously, uh, yeah, and, and you won't get host nation qualification now because of the way the tournament spread across the whole of Europe. Well, um, yeah. But no free passes, mate. No, no free, free passes. passes. You've got to earn your spot. That's what you got to do. And um, before we get into the tournament, um, as three proud Englishmen, um, I don't know why I said it like that. It sounds a bit Brexit, doesn't it? Um, <laughs> but. Um, <laughs> Obviously, we didn't get to the tournament. There was a rainy night down at Wembley where we just needed to beat Croatia. Yeah. We get a draw against Croatia. Uh, we didn't do it. Wally from the Brolly was born. Wally with the Wally from the Brolly, so his album actually, but Wally with the Brolly. Um, but Ad, you've got the team that started that day. Well, to... yeah, these you know people look back at this and they often look at that team on that night. Um, obviously the umbrella was there. He had a coffee as well, which I thought was unbelievably laid back. Yeah, do you remember? He, Chilling. He was do you know what I mean? Yeah, I've just got this game, and I've got to go and do something else. I just remember that image of it as we were crashing out of the Euros. He had a coffee. I was like, that's so. <laughs> that is. Yeah. That's the audacity of that. Like yeah, you're getting beaters, Steve. Yeah, I've got a latte. You just bring yeah. it in for me. Yeah, nice one. So yeah, the team that night. I mean, listen, Scott Carson was in goal. That was a big call. I remember that one, wasn't it? Because was he it, dropped. Was Rob- was it David James? Did he drop? I think Paul Robinson might have been around right. at the time. As but well. it was Carson hadn't played much. No, and it was like that was a was surprise. It that campaign where Robinson did the kick in Croatia, where you know he missed. Yes, it. yeah, I think that I was, think, yeah. yeah, knowledge. So, that's what it was, yes. and I think there was there was question marks over, which I don't think they should have been really. I don't think he'd put done much wrong for England before that really I think he played in 2006 I think he was our first choice keeper in 2006 I think you're right yep and then obviously he made that mistake and they were like right well he can't play in such a crucial game so let's call in Scott Carter who's never really played no. before so it was, and, and he had a bit of a stinker did, did for the yeah. first goal and, and, and you know you can't throw someone in with that That you know not much experience no. uh, Richards played right back um, we had Saul Campbell and Julian Lescott and Wayne Bridge to complete the back four you're back. smirking here now no, I just, I, no, 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 I just, I, just, I mean, you, you, there must have been a hell of a lot of injuries, that's all I can think of. When where, we had where the about? Best, centre-back? Well, centre-back, you'd think, well, Ashley Cole was on the bench. Where, where this, was Rio? This is, exactly, I don't know. This is the thing, right? Where this was is, Rio? You're, this is the issue I have with this 2008. I know you said I can't make it up by United, but it's not just about United. Hey, you do what you want, mate. Right, because of the Champions League final that year in Moscow, you had Chelsea versus United, and you had an English right-back. Wes Brown, you had an English left-back, Ashley Cole, you had two English centre-backs, John Terry, Rio Ferdinand, you had a midfield of Michael Carrick, Frank Lampard, Owen Hargreaves, Paul Scholes, Joe Cole, you had a striker in Wayne Rooney. Now, I think Rooney might have been out, for, I think he was suspended, if you'll know. Yeah, I, I, yeah that's... Other, other than that, basically, you could have made up a team of players, not just who got to the Champions League final, in some cases, wouldn't it? but we're at, almost at, at their peak, and... Steve McLaren's decided to do something completely different. I mean, and it, it's not just the back four, really. Uh, then he's got uh, Sean Wright Phillips started and Beckham came on. Sean Wright Phillips. <laughs> bold, bold move. Uh, Gerard Gareth Barry, who was subbed off for Jermaine Defoe on the 46th minute. 
uh, Lampard, Joe Cole, who came off and <laughs> Darren Bent came on in the 80th minute. And then um, Peter Crouch up front, unused subs, David James, Ashley Cole, Wes Brown and Owen Hargreaves. I mean, I mean why is Ashley Cole, Wes Brown and Owen Hargreaves yeah. all on the bench and David James. It like, made, it clearly would have been better than Carson, it surely. It didn't make any sense. And I remember what my overriding memory of that game was at, the, at one point, it looked like we had six strikers just running around aimlessly, desperately trying to get a goal with no sort of plan or cohesion. And it was like you were saying there, uh, well, with him just in his brolly, just looking like an idiot. I mean, do you it think... painful. Like you said, Will, at the start, this tournament for you, worst Euros in living memory, is that purely because England weren't there? I felt less invested, definitely. Oh, yeah. Because I think well, we've been lucky, haven't we? It's just anonymous when it gets to, to summer and you get a English team in a major tournament. And I think I went into it with the, you know, bright ambitions to be like, oh, I'm going to support uh, Austria, you know, again. Yeah. and then after 30 minutes, it's, you know, it's down the pan, isn't it? And you're yeah. just ready for the Premier League. It's not quite the same pitching to your mates to have a barbecue round at yours while you watch Switzerland versus Czech Republic, is it? It's not, nah. you know what I mean? It's well, not, if you're not, playing. Well, yeah, maybe, but you know what I mean? There's not as much enthusiasm, is there, when you, for your mates for, when you want to have a little party. When you're trying to get the family tree out and see if you've got any, like, Austrian heritage <laughs> yeah, there. Yeah, 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 actually, I'm sort of part Austrian, so this is why I've got all these Austrian flags and I'm really, you know, I, yeah. I cared about this one. <laughs> um, should we start with Group A? That contained Portugal, Turkey, Czech Republic, and Switzerland. Um, any any real highlights for anyone? Anyone? What, you know, <laughs> we got a, we got a younger uh, Cristiano Ronaldo there, uh, a, a prime Deco, a slaphead Jan Collar still knocking it in. Well, one of the one of the games in Group A, which um, I'd watched back a couple of highlights, Portugal and Czech Republic. Just exciting, just an exciting game. But Czech Republic always bring like element of excitement. Yeah, to the Euros, it's weird, isn't it? Like sort of under the radar, almost. You forget that Czech Republic do seem to do quite well, don't yeah, they? Yeah, but the you Euros. don't know what you, they, so they have a few results in them, don't they? And you don't know what to expect with them. Like they could be terrible, or they could just come and play some unbelievable football. So them against Portugal, like you said, Will, with Ronaldo there as well. Um, he scored in that game. Deco was another player who was kind of, you know, he'd probably gone slightly past his peak or he was around his peak at that time, wasn't he? That probably his Chelsea era, wasn't it? Around yeah, there. yeah. So, you know, they, they had that team where they had a really good sort of nucleus of players, Portugal, and they're playing some exciting football. Yeah, you know, obviously Ronaldo had that fantastic season that he ended up winning, winning the Ballon d'Or and he scored 40-odd goals and he felt like maybe he can carry them all away, especially after 2004 because, you know, to lose to Greece in Portugal was pretty drastic, wasn't it? So everyone, I think everyone fancied him for this one. Well, I think a lot of the, maybe the, the so-called smaller teams probably you know, looked at what Greece did four years earlier and thought, well, you know what, why not? Why, 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 why can't we do it? <laughs> why can't we? Why can't we do it? Just defend our way for 90 minutes and get the free kicks and then that's how you do it. Isn't exactly, it? Set pieces. Well, why not? I think one thing is a neutral going into every major tournament. You always want the host nations to sort of do well. Um, well, you know, depending on the country again. So let's go a bit more Brexit. Um, <laughs> in this tournament, we wanted Switzerland to do well. They went out. Um, group B, Croatia, Germany, Austria, Poland. Austria went out. Oh. Um, the, the old arch, the the, the the old arch enemy Germany is right. more of an English thing, isn't it? Because um, don't want to do a big name drop it, but I was actually speaking to Diddy Haman the other day. Really? Uh, yeah, yeah. What in person? Uh, on Zoom. All right, okay. Um, Not too bad. And I asked him because you know I think as English people, everyone always thinks you know, Germany, England's the biggest. But for them, he, he ranked it like I think it was number three or four. He put really? Argentina first. No, Holland first, then Argentina, and then sort of England was in and around. That's, really? That's yeah. deflating, isn't it? They don't even look at us as right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We make such yeah. a song and dance about Germany, and they're like, yeah, I mean, you're, all, yeah, you're probably the third most important <laughs> team that we face. And you're like, really? They're not even into it. Yeah, they don't care it. enough. Can't do even they? get that. <laughs> um, but Germany did go through. Um, 
Um, and we probably hated that. Um, in <laughs> well, group, go on. They got beat by Croatia. Croatia had an absolute stormer of a, of a group stage. They won all three games. Yes. But I remember, was it Olic? Olic was it who played for, was it Bayern Munich, I think, for a yeah, bit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was yeah. unbelievable in that tournament. He was quality. Um, yeah, so Croatia, you know, I suppose it's not just down to Steve McLaren's dodgy lineup. We could argue that they were amazing. Yeah, no one was going to beat him. No one, they were unbeatable. <laughs> that, that's, why, that's why we didn't get qualified. Yeah, not unbelievable. his fault. Oh, yeah. Germany, our old enemy. Uh, group C was um, France, Romania, Italy, Netherlands. Now, the big shock in this one, gents. France finished bottom with one point and a minus five goal difference. That stinks. Is this, is this still the Raymond Domenech era at this point? I believe so, because then yeah. 2010 was when it all booted off yeah, with Anelka. He, like, was... About being too sort of harsh on him was no, off his on. head, wasn't he? Like yeah. this was a guy that's that, too harsh. He, I mean, he said he picked players based on their star signs for stars. I won't have a Scorpio in defence. No, a Leo in yeah, defence. Yeah, yeah, and I'm yeah, not having yeah, two yeah. Scorpios up front. You think I'm mad? <laughs> and it's like, well, uh, yeah. <laughs> so it's like fair enough if you believe that and you're going to do it, but don't say it. Yeah. Just don't Keep just pretend up. you've dropped them for the the footballing ability, not because of what month they were born in. It's just it doesn't bode well for you. So this was like the 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 sort of yeah, it all was in decline when after the 2006 final in the, the World Cup, yeah. where the players apparently had sort of taken over from him and said, we'll handle this, the likes of Zidane and Saram and the rest of it. And then they had an absolute stinker in here and it just, like you said, it just went well west in it in the 2010 World Cup. It's weird though, isn't it? Because sometimes you get like, um, you know, teams where they, they need a really bad tournament to kind of make them wake up a little bit and have a like reset moment. Obviously Germany did it, didn't they, as well? You know, I think it was, was it 2000, I think, was it when they went bottom of the group, didn't they? Yeah, yeah, you're right. Um, and we they, beat them, that's how bad they were. <laughs> that's it, yeah. So they had yeah, their reset, reset moment. They started really kind of investing in like the like the yeah. youth and, you know, they kind of brought a lot of the under 21 players through and stuff. And I think for, for France, that was their kind of reset moment where, you know, tournaments after that, we started seeing a lot of the old guard being kind of phased out, yeah. phased out and stuff. And yeah, so, you know, sometimes it needs a bad tournament, doesn't it, for them to... And they, and they do it well when they do a bad tournament. They don't just like lose some matches. Yeah. They like send players home early. The coach quits halfway through the tournament and is brought back in. It's like a proper meltdown, which, you know, <laughs> if you're going to do it, do it right. So that, go on, the then. Netherlands as well, Will, in this, the, the, the classic Netherlands where they get you excited for a bit and yeah. think, oh my God, <laughs> yeah. it's happening. This is, this is their year. It's their tournament. <laughs> well, even the goal scorers, Van Nistelrooy, Van Persie, Iron Robin, Wesley Snyder, Dirk Kout, little cheeky Jan uh, Van Huntelaar in there as well. Uh, they finished top with nine points. Italy finished second only with four points. And yeah, like we said, France finished bottom based on the star I signs. Mean, those are wins as well, aren't they? Like 3 0 against yeah. Italy, 4 1 against France. Do you know what I mean? You're proper setting your stall out there, aren't you? It's not like you're just sort of scraping through, you know. Every time, though, I watch it and every tournament, my dad will go, tell you what, fancy, <laughs> fancy Netherlands in this tournament. Wow. You know if I mean, you like had... the first game, they'll do something amazing. I mean, yeah, they did it in the, um, was it 20. 20- Ten, not it's 20, the 20, 20, yeah, goal. the vampires. Yeah, I played that yeah, game yeah, as well, yeah. funnily enough. I mean, yeah. yeah, I was there over in Brazil, in Brazil. In Brazil. Yeah, we're yeah, on so, holiday. You know, we just went to the World Cup right, with my mates. Oh. And, um, yeah, da- we, Daily Vlins. Yeah, I got across, a ticket yeah, like yeah. literally two minutes before that game and, and seeing that Van Persie goal, it was mint. And then everyone's like, oh, this is it now. Like you say, uh, like every your dad, time, mate, this is it. Time. Put your money it. on him. He loves it. He goes, I'll tell you, I fancy for the Euros after watching one game. Never guess. I will. You say every, <laughs> every single time. Netherlands. I tell you, we've got some great players. Just back to the the, the French thing with uh, Raymond Dominic. If you had to pick a team based on something like that, what would you? What would be your sort of um, your filter to pick them? So that's that star that's, signs, right? Not star signs. Um, I'd do mine based on. Um, I'd make them all fill in a three course meal, like 
come dine with me and then I'd pick oh, no, you, uh, yeah. no name pick the pick the squad like that what, and judge them off the food choices yeah 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 what would you judge oh, like their choice or they'd cook for you so I'd give I'd give <laughs> like, I'd like, give a pool of 35 people yeah. uh, start a main mm. and a pudding but just write it down don't cook for me and then I'd pick the squad based I hope that. you'd announce it like that come down with me guy well done you've won yeah, yeah. I hope yeah, it makes yeah, you very yeah, happy yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> what would you judge harshly if someone's gone for a fish course main you're like right you forget it you're not coming on the plane oh, I, I, well I had food poisoning <laughs> last week when um it was coming out of both ends and right. I don't really know if it was based on, on I had my first muscle so if anyone puts that as a really? start they're done that's it they're out <laughs> so go, going forward if I mm. am ever in charge of England national side and that's... that is yeah just avoid the muscle okay group D um, contained Spain, Russia, Sweden and Greece so the 2004 winners wow it was just a dream uh, they went out bottom no points and then let's get into this Spain side because spoiler alert they do go pretty far in this tournament. All right, don't they? Yeah, this is it, isn't it? This is the beginning of the the dominance, really, of, of Spain. Six years of dominance. Yeah, was it? It was, wasn't it? Um, and they were just like just unplayable, really, weren't they? You can see the, like the results battering Russia, um, beating Sweden as well. Ibrahimovic, Sweden, ninety-second uh, winner, David Villa. That's what I mean. I forget, mean, sure, forget how like world class and elite David Villa was. Unbelievable. Yeah, no, he was one, and he's. It's weird because I think with Spain, everyone just focuses on the midfielders all the time, don't they? You go, oh, you know, you look at that midfield, you've got Xavi, you've got Fabregas, it's just Iniesta. It's that midfield, you know, sometimes they don't even play a striker, they don't need one. And then you've got the players like David Villa, and I think Torres as well, who had a good record for Spain. Mm. He was banging in goals and winning tournaments. You're like, hang on a minute. <laughs> mm. like... But David Villa's always been, you know, he was um, a victim of like other players around him taking all the... Yeah. Limelight, because obviously when he was at Barcelona as well, he was surrounded by unbelievable players. Then at Spain, like Jay said, it was all Xavi and Iniesta. That's what people yeah. focused on all the time. So he's kind of maybe done a bit of a disservice, really. He was absolutely on fire, wasn't he, really? He, he just what? put any chance away. We just want to give a quick shout-out to Greece, who managed to score one goal. <laughs> Garisteas well. scored it, the man who fired him to success four years earlier. How do you go from that to I, that? I think they're still celebrating. Four years later, yeah, still, still in party mode. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> still loving it. Hey, look, we're here again, we. Um, so that meant, yeah, Greece went home, Sweden went home, and Spain and Russia advanced. And then we got down to the final eight, uh, and the first quarter final, which I did watch um, during the research that I did do, was um, Portugal, Germany, Portugal two, Germany three, an absolute ding dong, not a derby. Um, anyone got another good D word? Um, Jewel. Um, ding oh, yeah. ding dong, Jewel. Yeah, he's done it now. Yeah. Uh, Nuno Gomez, Postiga, <laughs> Schweinsteiger, Closer, Balak. I mean, that's some nostalgic names reeling off there, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it is. It's just typical, isn't it? Because you just think, oh, there you go. Portugal, this is there. Yeah, they're going to do it now. And then Germany's just like, no, same old Germany. Just do what they need to do and get through. And just that, the calmness on. about that. Do you know what I mean? That win. Like, you just think they wouldn't have been panicking. No. Like, just get it done. Balak, just one of them, he'd pop up with a goal like that. And I think Portugal scores Nuno Gomez and Postiga, I swear they, I don't, they've been in every tournament since like 94. Yeah. Like, you know, I was, like, Nuno Gomez seems to be around for years. Yeah. And held a Postiga because he got that move to Spurs, didn't yeah. he? And he was just absolutely pants. And remember Paulinho yeah. as well, I swear there's he a, There's a few like that though, Portugal, done well for the, 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 the country. Yeah. Like Ida and that, and just not 
done that yeah. much yeah. club wise. Yeah, you know what I mean? Centre back, like well travelled sort of players. Bruno Alves, that centre back, who was about fifty. Oh, he's yeah. still, I, he's probably still, but he's probably playing the Euros yeah, this yeah, year. Yeah. I bet you he's there. He's in every in single squad. squad. Need him around the squad. <laughs> um, Croatia qualified, so then proving Steve McLaren, you know, had a tough, a tough gig. And then a king was born in Russia because Arshavin. This is when I feel like oh, we yeah. got introduced to Andre Arshavin, who had. You know, the kids say the streets will never forget. He had sort of one of those seasons for Arsenal, didn't he? When he when he came to the Prem after this, he, he'd was, been playing. Where where what team did he play for in Russia? He'd been playing there, and he had an amazing season. I think they did quite well in the Champions League, didn't right. he? I think. And he was like, there was a lot of hype around him going into this tournament, and he he was quality, wasn't he? Like, yeah. I think he's one of them that when he came to the Premier League, he never quite lived it, up it, to that. It's just that game, Anfield, for me. That four goal game. <laughs> I can't literally can't yeah. remember him doing yeah. anything no, else no, in an Arsenal one, no, shirt. He was at the Emirates and he's like weaves and his way through and then he's right on the touchline and he managed to find one top oh, corner. So he nice. did do that as well, right, Jason. Sorry, and they got uh, Pavlochenko as well. Obviously, he was uh, he he ended up playing and he scored actually against Netherlands. Pavlochenko actually broke my heart. Actually, he was the scorer of the final goal for Spurs that sent Birmingham down to oh, the, the championship in the Premier League. Big, I was watching Gillette Soccer Saturday and Jeff went, there's been a goal at White Lane, but which way is it gone? And it was Pavel Chenko. You're joking. We got relegated and we still haven't gone up since. <laughs> right, we're just going to pause here, have a little ad break, then we'll be back. Hello. Um, hello there. What voice do you want me to do? We will do a little bit. I'll just do my voice. Do I? your voice. Yeah, thanks. Hello, I'm Joe Marlow. People think I hate people, but I don't. I actually love interaction with people. I love finding out what jobs they do and whether I could do what they do. The Joe Marler Show. Joe Marler Show. With new episodes every Wednesday. This season, Live Score is the only place where you can watch every single UEFA Champions League game for free. That means more goals, more unforgettable drama, more end-to-end action. And whether you're watching on your phone or tablet or casting to your TV, the free LiveScore app gives you even more ways to watch. LiveScore, the new home of the UEFA Champions League. It's more than a score. Download now on the App Store or Google Play. When you bet fair on football, you get daily rewards. So any day can be a big deal. So whether it's a lower league match day, a top flight derby day, or a Champions League superstar showdown day, this week we're doubling our daily rewards. Get a 10 euro free bet when you bet 20 euro worth of multiples or bet builders. Double daily rewards because we're bet fair. Max 10 euros free bet per day. Each bet must have at least one selection of minimum odds of 1.5 or 1 to 2 or more. Free bet valid 24 hours on multiples or bet builders. T's and C's apply. 18 plus. Visit gamblingcare.ie. In the final quarterfinal, Spain played Italy. It was nil-nil, but the Spanish won on penalties. And then we got down to the semi-finals. Germany three, Turkey two. So what I said about Croatia going through I was, yeah. was wrong. And that's exactly why Steve didn't keep his job, Jay. So just be, make sure you do your research, pal, before you go into it. All right. Um, <laughs> It was a shit tournament. Um, and Spain beat Russia 3 0. Uh, Didn't want to win it anyway. Exactly. Didn't want to win it. Germany lost in the final, so I was there celebrating the old enemy. Um, but yeah, no, the, the final was a bit of a. Fernando Torres as well, and Ad will know this. 
Um, I actually had to sit. We've done an episode on Torres. Yeah. And one of the worst documentaries you've ever seen of all time. The Torres one? Really? Why? It's just an hour and a half. I think it's an hour and 45, hour and 50. Yeah. Um, and you, there's some people that haven't got that much duration and, and they're a bit better than Torres. Um, but I mean, it talks about this sort of period as well because it was he just coming off the back of. Was he in his prime at Liverpool here? He, he went, the, the, the sort of the, the season that stands out for me for Liverpool was the 08-09 season where they came second. Got you. And he just wouldn't stop scoring. Right. He was like, cause I, was, I know you don't like to make it about United. No, it's fine. Humour me. Um, it looked at one point like he was going to, they were going to win the title. You know, it was us and them knocking at United and Liverpool and he just was scoring every week. And you're like, oh, this is going to so be one of them. He must have been coming off, that was off the back of this tournament. Yeah, he yeah. Won it, um, so. so he'd been at Atletico, been banging him in. Hadn't been quite... Prolific, prolific. Scored a lot of goals, but not like, you know, ridiculous amounts. Then went to Liverpool and just scoring constantly. And you thought, oh, hang on. So, yeah, this was, yeah, I think you could argue that around 08, 09 is his prime, yeah. In the, obviously, the latter stage of this, Will, like, listen, I'm not going to blame you for not realising Croatia didn't get through because... Well, I literally got it on a sheet in front of yeah, me. But actually, so yeah, no to be fair, yeah, there is no That excuse. is a bit of a stretch. Uh, no, but it's weird because <laughs> certain, especially knockout stages, I have hardly any recollection of some of them. Yeah. Like, I remember, I remember, obviously, the final, but then you think back to yourself, Germany didn't... It, they got to so many finals, yeah. like like 2002 World Cup. Like well, there's just, a thing about Michael no. Ballack, isn't there? He was no. always a, a, I'm not gonna say a bad omen because he they wouldn't have got there. But I think he lost the two semi, the final and the semi-finals, and the the final with Germany. Then there's numerous Champions League ones as well. Well, he lost he lost two finals, and then he that's that's summer. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> like, don't, yeah. Don't want to make it about United. <laughs> I'm just saying. Don't make no, like, <laughs> that's not a good six weeks, that is it? No. Oh, <laughs> imagine that, yeah. You just think to yourself, Germany, like, and they weren't particularly outstanding in that tournament, but you think they've got to the final again. This is it. It's it's it is annoying. Because like you say, in two thousand and two, they, they they had quite an easy route, but they got there. Yeah, and because in two thousand, obviously in Euros, they got knocked out and then it was only two years later they're meant to be in that rebuild. They got to the final. <laughs> At the start of the rebuild, it's just ridiculous. Right. So that, that's it was a classic kind of Germany of this era as well to get to that final. But Spain ultimately had just a bit too much quality for them, didn't they? But I feel like Germany are like almost like the perfect tournament team. And even going through that lineup, then you got like Miroslav Klose, who's to all intensive purposes at club level just like a good striker. But when it comes yeah. to a major yeah. tournament, it just something changes and he switches on. And then obviously that back four on Philip Lahm was at his peak at that time, and Schweinsteiger. Um, but they lost to, to the start of this Spanish dominance. Six years of winning a Euros, a World Cup and another Euros is remarkable, isn't it? It is. And I quite liked it early on with Spain as well. Yeah. When it was still like, <laughs> everyone wasn't like, yeah. just, oh, Spain will just win this. They'll just, they'll just this was tick the attack first... it away for everything. This was like when tick attack was relatively new. People were excited. This was, it was Aragonis, the, the manager wasn't Del Bosque, was it? And it was like, oh, you know, Spain, I tell you what, Spain might do all right. And then, mm. Then after like after this, it was like Spain will win this game. Yeah. Spain will win this one. Um, favorite player of the tournament, gents. Oh, now you're asking. Um, I'll put my cards on the table. Andre Oshava. Oh, oh, oh! Just because going back, that's that was sort of. I think this was probably the final tournament that you could watch a tournament and still like really discover someone new. Because you knew about our Sharvin, but when you you know get to watch him play, I mean, and now you can literally type anything into YouTube and get it up. But well, I mean, to have Russia and Turkey both in the semi-finals was you know, nice, probably unexpected, it? and and it's nice to always discover a, a player in a tournament like that. It, it's great. Nice I, to I have mean, those teams as well, isn't it? Where you're like, you know, like the Ajax team of the Champions League, you never forget the starting lineup. 
please don't ask me to recite. Yeah, yeah he, was, he, he was right back. Um, no, I think for me, it might, it's probably have to be a, either a, a Spain player, maybe a David Villa, oh, maybe something it. like that. That was or, my goal too, guy. I remember well. Schweinsteiger had a really good tournament as well did, for Germany. He? he was quality. He was like, he was that sort of, he was controlling the game from really for, for Germany. I remember him having a really, really good tournament. So yeah, I'll go Schweinsteiger then, Jay, if you want to have. Oh, can I have Villa then? Yeah. yeah, you yeah. Have so it's not just all about the Spanish midfielders. Hey. Um, and then I just want an iconic moment from the tournament. Is there anything, you know, that we've already spoke about or that's... I mean, we are struggling. <laughs> let's, 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 should we just put the nail in the coffin and say Euro 2008, thanks for happening, but, you know, we don't really want to talk to you about for another four years? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> is that right? I mean, iconic moment. All right, what well, we do this is like a, a shared one. I think it was, you know, Seeing the, the sort of the genesis of that sp- Spanish team, I like that. Yeah, do you That's know what a I mean? Nice guy, jail free. I don't know. Nicely done there. I don't know. As a sixteen-year-old, I'd have had that sort of you know foresight. To yeah, go. I'm witnessing something special here. Yeah. I know you were chilling at the park. Go <laughs> yeah. tell you what, that Spanish team's going to dominate for years. That's what you were doing. This is the ethos of something good to happen. This is. Uh, gents, thank you very much for chatting about Euro 2008. Jay, did you enjoy it? I, I'm like you guys. I mean, obviously, I was a little older than you and I wasn't sitting in parks, otherwise I'd have been in trouble. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> but, but I, it, it's one of those where I've sort of got a passing memory of it because yeah. there wasn't that thing. And, and yeah, it's just sort of like you were saying, that the overriding memory is, you know, Spain just became this, this team that just started to dominate and do, dominate matches in just a way we'd not really seen before from teams. Because you've seen a lot of international football, it'd been tight, it'd been end to end. Spain just started just, brushing teams aside, didn't they? It's bad, that, isn't it? You should be allowed as a 30-year-old man to sit in a park and it not be creepy. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? I can know I've got kids, but it would have been a bit different now. Yeah, why? I'm going to chill, chill down the park. Ad, <laughs> um, you enjoyed yourself? Yeah, loved it, mate. Loved it. I mean, as Jay said, 2008, it was, it was it's not the one that you would want to follow, you know, really, really intensely, I don't think, uh, just because England aren't there. But I think you had a, you, it's a quiet appreciation of that Spanish team, I think, um, before... They went on to dominate everything and started getting a bit too predictable. But, you know, the, to see the start of that Spanish team, and they almost had that settled start in 11, yeah. which is hard to get at a national level, isn't it, really? It became almost, you could name the, the team, you know, every it's, single tournament. The, the good thing is as well about this one is they were slightly unknown because this wasn't the, the, the area yet of the Barcelona dominance. So the next time you've got Barcelona in back-to-back right. trebles yeah, yeah. or mm. stuff or whatever, or two trebles in three years, you've got like Zami and Yester just being unplayable. You've got like the likes of Fabregas and other players where you go, oh, you know what, we know what we're in for here. This was like, wow, these these guys are blowing everyone away where you weren't expecting it. Mm. Uh, a few lessons we've learned today. Andre Arshavin probably should have done more. Um, Bruno Alves is here to stay and you know you should be allowed to go to a park if you want to single or not with kids or without um there we have it we've got to chat about euro 2008 winners were spain let's go on to the next tournament i'll give you a clue it's 2012 thanks jay motty <laughs> good to be here good Th- to be here with you thank you adam brown cheers mate uh, we'll see you next week for euro 2012 it sound right boy 
When you bet fair on football, you get daily rewards. So any day can be a big deal. So whether it's a lower league match day, a top flight derby day, or a Champions League superstar showdown day, this week we're doubling our daily rewards. Get a 10 euro free bet when you bet 20 euro worth of multiples or bet builders. Double daily rewards because we're bet fair. Max 10 euros free bet per day. Each bet must have at least one selection of minimum odds of 1.5 or 1 to 2 or more. Free bet valid 24 hours on multiples or bet builders. T's and C's apply. 18 plus. Visit gamblingcare.ie. Social Podcast Network.